0: And with all that action last night, man, we say good morning to everybody. Rough night for the Heat. Rough night for the Panthers. Rough night for the Eagles, who've lost three straight games. So how are we doing on those power rankings with the Eagles now? What what happened to that team? You know, they were winning all those close games and everybody, you know, hey, it's just about winning and and all that stuff. And And here they are, all of a sudden, a wild card team here. Falling behind the 49ers, uh, falling behind the Cowboys now, and uh, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens. They try to get things figured out. Uh, Hertz has not looked like himself for a while now, and I know he's been injured and he had the flu and and all those things. Not that anybody in Philadelphia wants to hear about that today. And uh, you know it's crazy, and, and we got a lot of stuff I want to get to, but but I'm going to jump ahead out of out of South Florida market for a second. Where's this Matt Patricia love? Of, I've never really liked the guy just the way he is. I don't know. Maybe he's a great coach at some point when he was with um, the Patriots. He was he was a horrible offensive coordinator. Not his fault. He was asked to do it. I always love when a guy's been a defensive guy his whole life, and this great coach goes, "No, you're you're going to be the offensive coordinator." I I'm still shaking my head of all the moves that have made by all these smart guys that win all these games and you decide you're going to make an offense a, a defensive coordinator coming back after being a, a failed head coach and you decide to have him come back to your team and go ahead and just just run the offense no problem go ahead we got a young quarterback go ahead and screw him up and see what we can do and uh, and by the way the offense with a re- really good coordinator still not very good because of the talent they have on that team. But I have never. So they put Matt Patricia, because they haven't been happy with the Eagles defense, uh, put him in charge of, of calling the defensive plays. And uh I don't know if you saw that last play, but Njigba is wide open. I mean he is wide open. So uh they end up losing. Crazy game by the way. What what a what a drive. Drew Locke's got the ball uh needs a touchdown to win and um, takes him 92 yards, under two minutes left, takes him right down the field and makes a great throw on a 29-yard touchdown, a great throw. You just heard that highlight. If you didn't see it, you'll see it a bunch this morning uh, on all your shows, and if you go to your phone or anything else, it it was a hell of a throw. So that's a heck of a win for the Seahawks beating the Eagles and uh and and trying to stay in this thing as well as a as a wild card team and and uh, everything else. And of course, last night, you heard uh, Tyler Hero back after missing eighteen games, bam, bam back after missing seven games. I think they hit like 13 of like the first seventeen points. I'm watching and I'm going, my God, those guys uh, they were getting after it. and it looked like they're gonna blow them out of the gym. It looked like I'm blowing right out of the arena last night, the way they uh they started. Uh, we're up 17 in the second, and you're going, man, this is uh, this is looking good against this really good Timberwolves team in that big lineup. And and then uh, things took a big change in the second half after having a 12-point lead at the half. Big fourth quarter for the Timberwolves, outscoring the Heat 35-25. to And uh, So, hey, listen, it's great to have Bam back, Tyler back, Jimmy, all those guys playing together in the starting lineup for only – Seventh or eighth time this season. Uh, but um and, and and remember everybody was talking when they made that Gobert trade. Everybody's like, this big lineup, how's it gonna work? With Towns and Gobert playing next to each other. Uh, it is the biggest lineup in basketball. I, I think it's fair to say with two seven footers and towns at seven feet. Gobert I think is like, what is he, seven one, seven two, seven three, whatever he is. I and then McDaniel starts at 6'9", and then they bring in Reed, 6'9", off the bench. And you, you, they just keep bringing size at you, man, and block a lot of shots, and a little different. Of course, they got Anthony Edwards, who's taking his game to a whole different level. Had 32 points last night, so um, it wasn't surprising, especially those guys first you know, coming back, haven't been together for a while, and and everything, but the Timberwolves now 20, and I see they're 20-5 and on the season. Uh, There's a lot of teams, man. If you haven't looked at the uh, standings in the NBA, there's a lot of teams that uh, you haven't seen up at the top for a while. Oklahoma City, some other teams playing uh, really, really well right now. All right, so uh, Panthers also getting the hell out of Canada after losing three out of four and uh, on their way back home. And uh, getting ready to take on a couple of games here Thursday and Saturday at home. So, we do have a lot of stuff. Of course, the Dolphins now, uh, day off today. I i think about that first. Like day off today after their 30 uh, nothing shutout win. And it's real simple, man. Uh, and it's crazy. This whole thing and everybody, if you haven't taken a second to look at, with three games left, three tough games left for the Dolphins. Um, this one is, is pretty simple, really. Finns win their last three games, and they'll be the number one seed and get a bye week. Okay? that That's the good news. You win your last three. Two of them are at home. Baltimore on the road. You got Dallas, Baltimore, and then Buffalo. All teams that uh, are really good. Really good teams, obviously. All winning records. All playoff-looking teams right now. So, But here's the crazy part. You could be a one seed to a wild card team. Think about that. So you're a two seed right now, but when this thing's said and done, if you don't play well, and let's just say you win two out of three, um, this thing gets real interesting, and uh, that's why all these games, everybody's telling me uh, how important a Baltimore game is. It is because it could be for the number one seed. Even though Baltimore plays San Francisco, it still comes down to that game for the number one seed. But on top of that, if Buffalo wins all these games, and we'll get into their schedule and stuff because the schedule is uh, pretty winnable the next two weeks before they come down here and play the Miami Dolphins. So um, That's
1: what I'm looking at, by the way. I know this home field is. advantage thing is very important. But it is. I, I'm more concerned about who we play. And playing the Bills in that first game would be – well, I'm not I, it would not be a good situation. Well you went
0: you went way too
1: far. But that's what I'm more concerned I know you're you're concerned with the home field advantage and yes. all that stuff but I want to play a team that I know we can beat in the first round. You can
0: beat any of them at home.
1: I know you can but that Buffalo team I I think seems to be They have beaten Buffalo. They seem here. to be hitting their stride at the yes, right
0: time. But I I still I like it and I, and I get the Out of all those so. teams by the way they scare me the most. Well, you, you just jumped way ahead of the three games. You just decided to go right into the playoffs on me. Only you could do that this morning and just skip it. Boy, if Mike McDaniel heard you right now, he'd punch you right in the face. He'd come in. I know. And he even addressed
1: you. that yesterday.
0: So, uh, so uh, yeah, Mike was uh, hey, guys, I, I know you know all the different playoff scenarios and enjoy talking about it, writing about it, and all that stuff. But you'll have to excuse my team if they tell you go f yourself because uh, we we want to make sure you understand we're only worried about Dallas.
1: I instructed the players to anything other than concern yourself with the next opponent, which for us is the Dallas Cowboys, and any other narrative um, that has to do with good teams or playoff seeds or the next three game, all that stuff. I, I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to, with all due respect, F off. With all due respect. um, Because all we're focused on is the Dallas Cowboys.
0: So that'll be an interesting week out there. Um, But, yeah, he's right, man. He had to make that strong point to his team, like, hey, we're only worried about one thing. You're going to hear about it, and sure enough, Barry wrote a big article breaking down like every possible scenario from from uh, number one seed to wild card and everything in between who everybody was playing a great job by Barry and, and getting it out there because people kind of wondering after that win, where do we stand? Are we in the playoffs yet? Have we won? How close are we to winning the AFC East? Can we get the number one seed? Oh, my God, we haven't had that since. <laughs> I don't know last time we were number one seed. That's, that's a great question. I, I'd hate to think that was back in the old Orange Bowl that we were. Last time we were number one seed, but it might be. Hey, uh, we've got a lot of lot of stuff going on this morning, and uh, we'll be getting into uh, a bunch of different stuff with the uh, Dolphins. Who, by the way, on top of everything else, what's really made this season fun is all the uh, record-breaking performances and team performances this offense has had in the history of this uh, franchise. Not, not to mention what they're doing in the National Football League in general, but. Uh, Tyreek Hill, you know, was chasing 2,000. Uh, it's going to be kind of tough now because he missed the last game, but still putting up monster numbers. Waddle and Mostert uh, 964 and 966 to uh, become the first time ever in the history of this franchise, which has been around since the 60s. The first time that two wide receivers go over 1,000 yards, we've had that before. But never with a thousand yard rusher. Never had that kind of balance in the history of this franchise. We've had teams that run it real well, including those undefeated teams and Ricky. And we've had teams that throw it real well Clayton and Dupe and Nat, Jimmy, all those guys. But we have never had a balance like this. Pretty cool. I'll throw another one at you this morning, too. We've, I don't think, ever had three guys on the team ever go for 10 sacks and that is real doable right now with chubb wilkins and sealer all just a tad under 10 sacks which would be fantastic dolphins i believe are second in the nfl with 48 sacks and uh really having a good year and it's incredible considering they don't blitz as much as they have i mean we've been in blitz heaven man here with uh flores and uh just just all out zero blitz. Here we come. It's coming, and um, <clears throat> and we did. We got a ton of blitz, a ton ton of sacks. But this thing has been uh, really fun. And getting a shutout, man. Once again, a shout out for the shutout of uh, what those guys were able to do in that last game. It doesn't matter who you play. Even a bad stinking Jets team, bad offensive team. It's hard. You start think, looking how good and they got. One of the best field goal kickers. They didn't even kick a field goal in that game. They didn't even they, and very they didn't get that close to have a chance to kick a field goal, right? And then they got so far behind they had to go for touchdowns. But uh, that's impressive, man. That, it's hard to do. It is it is hard to do when you start talking about shutting teams out. All right, listen, we've got uh, a lot of stuff. Break down a lot of different stuff with all uh, with all of our teams coming up here this morning. We've uh, got a lot of controversy. Uh, It was old school. It didn't affect me, but I thought it was awkward watching it. And I'm going to tell you about that story on the sideline of a game that had nothing to do with the Miami Dolphins in the NFL that's got a lot of people talking. I'll have that for you when we come back. But first, before we do, jump to a break. I want to tell you about your South Florida Chevy dealers this morning. Man, if you haven't been out there for the holiday season and you're starting to look around and you're kind of looking at the big picture. Man, I'd like to get my family something we could really enjoy or heat enjoy or she'd enjoy. If you haven't been to your South Florida Chevy dealers, you're going to be blown away, especially in the SUV family. At all three levels, smaller SUVs, a midsize, midsize into big boys. Suburbans and Tahos uh, got a brand new look. I've added more space to make you and your family that much more comfortable. And it's just roomy. I'm a big guy. I love the room that I have to be comfortable every day. In my Tahoe. And uh, that midsize SUV, that Traverse, oh my gosh. It's hard to imagine anybody having more room for a midsize SUV than that with a great look. Right down to our smaller SUVs like a Trailblazer, an Equinox, and a Blazer. Once again, the Equinox getting all kinds of awards. And then right over to Silverado Trucks, man. We make every kind of truck possible. You and your truck, full-time living. It's just the two of you. That's how you make a living. Five, six, seven days a week to the family trucks. Well, we got them all for you. No matter what it is that fits your lifestyle, Silverado makes it for you and the style and color you're looking for. You can never go wrong. New and used. Boy, I'll tell you what. We've got it all with convenient locations all over South Florida for you to have a great holiday vacation right down at your South Florida Chevy dealers with something that you are really going to enjoy. Hey, uh, take a little time during the holiday break when you get a little time off. Take some test drives. You're going to fall in love at your South Florida Chevy dealer. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply. Tona, yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Well, why don't I give you the code for that one too? While we're uh, we're just well, oh, just spit it all giveaways. out there. Yeah, let's do uh, it. By the way, I was looking at something yesterday. I saw an ad for this concert, and they don't have it in the liner, but Limp Bizkit's going like to be there.
0: Oh, I like all those guys. I'm a I fan have... of Limp Bizkit. I like some of that stuff. Yeah,
1: you know that was the first concert I ever went to. Yeah. Limp Biscuit at the pan, old Panther <laughs> Arena It was called like the bank or a <laughs> national even, car rental. Center I'm not even going to tell end. you the
0: first uh, concert I went to. What was yours? Do you remember? Yes, of course I remember. What was it? We had an amphitheater right next to the uh, school, connected actually to side of school. Big one. You talking about Cal or yeah Berkeley? No, okay. no Berkeley. I didn't. I didn't go till college. Gotcha. My first concerts, concerts in college. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Nice, nice. Nice. Yeah, Nice.
1: So. All right. Well, anyway, we've got your chance to win a uh, pair of four-day passes and a camping spot to see the Welcome to Rockville Music Festival. That's what it's called there. At Daytona there Beach International Speedway next May. If you want to see the Foo Fighters, Jelly Roll, Motley Crue, Greta Van Fleet, Judas Priest, Stone Temple Pilots, and Biscuit, which should be mentioned in there, yeah. text the word ROLL, R-O-L-L, to 20357. That's ROLL to two zero three five seven. Uh, And you're entered to win. For more info, you can go to our contest page, WQAM.com. There you go, man. All
0: right, Woody. You got it all out there, man, early in the morning. We'll get
1: for you later in the show. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that a little bit later on. Tease everybody. Stay around if you're looking during the holiday season to get get some heat tickets. And hopefully we'll be giving a lot more away this week for you to have a chance to win with uh, a lot of fun stuff going on. The heat at home. Panthers coming home for a couple of games and, of course, the Miami Dolphins, Hard Rock Stadium, and the big sexy this week, the Dallas Cowboys coming to town. Um, They do. They move the dial. No matter matter what anybody wants to say, they move the dial. Whatever you think about the Cowboys, you can hate them or you love them, uh, they move the dial every day. I think a good way to tell is,
1: You've said you've gotten a lot of people that have asked you for this game, right? This this has probably got to be the hottest regular season ticket. Got to be damn near in the history of this team for a regular season Well, game, because right? the team, yeah, late in the year. team is great. Same Era record. Same records, both 10 yeah. and 4. But the Cowboys coming to town, like this has got to be, you got to have a lot of people begging you for tickets for this game, Correct. right?
0: But I got to tell you, man, the Buffalo game, is uh, really yeah. picked up steam though in the in the last week. Last regular season game down here is also So that one's even worse, you're saying? Uh, yeah. I was what are you about, telling people
1: at this point? Just no? No, I can't. Just no.
0: I, I okay. the last Not thing even I,
1: I'll try, no, nothing.
0: Nah, cause you know what? I figured I got burned last year for about kind of telling people, I'll get you tickets, but you Know, I got to pay for them, okay. And then
1: you front the money, right?
0: Well, yeah, I got to get them. I mean, I can't take their cards and get them, I'm there, I'm getting them out of the team allotment. So, so I get the tickets, and uh, you know, and then the next thing you know, I'm out a couple thousand dollars of tickets during uh, you know, at the end of the year. Which, by the way, if it's somebody you care about and you, you want to do something nice, and uh, but, but it's, it's
1: usually someone that says they'll pay and they don't. Yeah, that's uh, the part. That's the
0: part strange. is, you know, if if you're just doing it, yeah. it, it gets back to the other one. I had a long talk with uh, my tennis partner yesterday and uh, we got into this thing about borrowing money and family borrows money, but it's not really borrowing money. Like, good friends, guys you've been with a long time, it's not really borrowing money. They don't plan on paying it back and somehow along the way if you know somebody or well I didn't think I was gonna have to pay it back because you're doing you're doing a lot better than I am and I'm like no 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 you say you're gonna borrow and pay it back you you made that clear when you were begging for the money and so he was going through that and you know I'm not one to give advice and so I just listened to him in a parking lot yesterday and I was like yeah man I I don't I don't know what to say, man. That that's uh you know
1: Loaning money to friends can get like that that can ruin things, right? Yeah, because it, it, it never goes how away. Much. Yeah. And, and then- even if you're right, if you
0: float like
1: even if you float a little bit of money for them, you know, you're you pay for something and you you know, they go, oh, I'll get you back, I'll pay you
0: back. So and you never do it, like you have to ask yeah. them and it's just, So the guy yeah. comes around and you gave him the money for a project or for something he said he really needed, but he said, hey, man, I'm going to be paying you back, and if I don't pay you all at once, I'll pay you a little bit. Just give me a few months, and now you're three or four or five years into it, and you see the guy at all these functions, and you're like, "Um, hey. And so now then you go to your your wife and – and then it just stirs up all kinds of trouble. So he was just telling me about the whole thing yesterday, and I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm guessing a lot of families and a lot of people, if they had to go through that, some handle it better than others, like, I'll just let it go. I don't want drama with friends and all our buddies being around together. And and others go, no, hell no. His asses are going out, now I see he bought something. Hey, how about buying me my damn money back? So, yeah, you, you, you've seen it. And by the way, probably... More than half the people listening to us have gone through that. I think everyone's gone through a situation they've had an issue with money with a friend or a, f- or a family member. Can you? Hey, can you? Right? Yeah, and again, I think for some reason if you've been really good friends with somebody, you don't feel, and you don't see them every day, you feel like you're kind of getting the money and it's kind of yours, and you don't have to pay it back, or it's – it's uh, it's down at the bottom of the priority list to pay that person back. And and, and family, families, you know, the family thing.
1: The family thing is bad. It's, it's, so it's usually a lose-lose proposition, right? Because if you give them the money, you're probably going to have a pain in the ass time getting it back most of the time. When you have your mother. And if you don't give the money, yeah. then it's really going to be bad. Well,
0: when you have your mother say, do you mind just sucking it up for me on this one? I know you're not happy <laughs> <laughs>
1: they went to your mom. No, oh no,
0: no. They just go. No, like, can you suck it up and, and yeah. just, just eat it? Like, you're not getting <laughs> it back. Can, can you just give them a hall pass, please? Because we're all a big happy family. Let's 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 keep it that way. And and you don't seem to be over it real well. Anyway, hey, listen. So much for that. I don't know how the hell we got into all that stuff. So, but that is one thing. You've been on one side or the other. And there, you know, there may be some people out there. I'm probably guilty at some point when I was completely broke of not paying somebody back myself. Probably not going to get paid now after 40 years either. So um, maybe maybe that's happened to everybody on, on one side or the other. I don't expect somebody to go, yeah, I owe four guys money right now. Joe, it's so funny you brought that up. And I ain't paying their ass back. None of them, jerky.
1: This guy says you help family, you, quote, loan to friends and everyone else. That so is that how it goes? You're not like even if it's family, you're not supposed to get paid back. Well, and what do you consider family? By the way, is it the crazy cousins and stuff? No, and you know, all these I, like you know.
0: I I consider that's that's a, by the way that's a great question. Now that I have, uh, <laughs> where
1: does the family? Where do you draw the line well, on that? Because I'm guessing you got people that in so your family I have that ask or tickets. I uh, have money, family whatever. in
0: in California, <clears throat> and that's where most of my family is. On my side, my wife's family's here. Uh, but I would say family to me is my brother and sister-in-laws, and uh, and my sister, right? And and that's it. You know, it's funny, but my aunts and uncles, most of them again that are still alive, are in are in California, and um, they're kind of on their own because I don't see them much. You know, my parents tell me a little bit about them, but that's a little different situation. But some of them were close to me, you know. I was close to them when I was growing up, so they're still important. But they have their own kids, and they can take care of them if you know something pops up, and they do. I got some really good first cousins. I got like 25 first cousins out there. My uh, my dad had, really, yeah. My dad had a big, big family, <clears throat> mostly sisters. You yeah. guys do those family reunions? Ever? Nope. Soon as my uh, grandmother died, uh, the family, the the hatred for each other really came out. <laughs> okay that's a nice story no 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 I was being honest. (laughs) as soon as my my grandmother died she was like she was one keeping the peace she kept everybody together and everybody got together because she wanted it and no matter where you were you you would go and and, And then after that the gloves
1: came off as soon as
0: she went off and some of the sisters didn't like each Uh other I don't like you I think you suck and (laughs) you don't know how to raise your kids get your kids a knucklehead and yeah it got bad and then it gets a little ugly enough with the first cousins and Yeah. How many people out there? Is it Dave Hyde? I think that had a family
1: reunion that went like it does a family reunion thing. How many families are functional enough that that? So I got to tell you, man. So I got to tell you, man. No, no. You
0: you know what? I got to tell you. Between Cuban families back here, Jewish fam, they are tighter than wet spaghetti. I. It doesn't matter. Um, that group especially. Man, family is first. I know some people. They get together every Sunday. They still like, Hey, Uncle John's got this deal. We gotta go. All right, it's not <laughs> negotiable. We gotta go. I mean, that stuff, you know, stuff goes on. Yeah. So you don't you don't have that, but there I am yeah, there's probably no family reunion coming anytime soon. But... <laughs> Shock you know yeah. what Woody? he <laughs> knowing both of us, that's shocking. Yeah. That's real shocking. <laughs> hey, enough of the family stuff. Although family and sports do Whoa, go one more hand text in hand. here: yeah.
1: loaning money to friends and family should be like gambling.
0: Don't loan what you can't lose; that money's gone if they pay by it the back. Great. By is the way, true. Yeah. that is a great point, and and that is that is the text of the day. That's a very
1: well well put. It's like investing in a stock. Yeah, if you can't afford to lose the money, so don't so do it.
0: you know we'll we'll have that discussion if it comes up from time to time, and somebody needs money. And I said, listen, they asked if they could borrow, and I go, it's not borrow. We, we've been through this. It's not borrowed. If you want to give it to them, then give it to them. If you want to call it, borrowed, just in case you get some back, but you're giving it to them. You're giving it to them, and honestly, they don't think we need the money and somehow like it's theirs and it's the last thing on their mind is going to be ever paying that back. Everything will be more important. The next vacation, if the kids need something, a new car, everything's going to be more important than paying that damn money back. So that's a great text. Thank you. By the way, that's a great way to kind of wrap that bad boy up right there. That's a that's a good way to do it. Hey, uh, we do have a lot of stuff going on here. And uh, that Sean Payton ripping Russell Wilson on the sideline. You know, and I know a lot of people don't like Russell Wilson. I know a lot of people don't like Sean Payton. They think he's an arrogant – I started to say prick, but I didn't want to say it. But um, – so, so close. So, so close. And, and you know what? It was a bad look. It, it's a bad look to do to a guy. No matter what you think of Russell Wilson, he's had a hell of a career. <laughs> he, he put up some monster numbers in Seattle. They won a Super Bowl. They should have won two Super Bowls. They won a lot of games. And for that guy to get a new big, fat contract and Sean Payton treat him like that, like he was a special teams guy running down on the R four position on the kickoff. It was, uh, it was a bad look. I I agree, it was bad. And by the way, common in the eighties, that was that thing Sean Payton did, Don Shula did, um, over and over again. That was common when you made a mistake. That's how you got treated. I'm not exaggerating. So back then, with a lot of the coaches, it was normal. There were a whole bunch of guys like that that jumped in your face when you made a mental or a physical mistake and let you have it. I don't think it works today, man. I, I'm out of that school. I don't think it works. I know it wouldn't work on my kids. Spoil rotten. Hey, uh, we got to go to break here. We got a lot more stuff to get to here. You're really on a roll. Well, a lot of coffee, man. One thing never changes through the years. Coffee's. <laughs> Never got that why my parents like coffee so much. I do now. (laughs) I get it now, man. Hey, uh, I want to take a second this morning. This ED thing, erectile dysfunction, it's real. It happens to a lot of people. It happened to me, man. I'm not proud of it. It just, it happened. (laughs) I got a laugh out of embarrassment at one point and frustration and and, uh, lack of confidence, my self-esteem there for a few weeks. I was like, what the hell happened? I like being active sexually. What the hell happened? And uh, and then I went to Atlantic Men's Clinic. They got six locations and uh, explained it to me. It's very normal. This is what happens as you get older, and we can take care of it. And, man, they did. Within a few weeks, um, the program they put me on, they'll do it for you. And if you're going through that where one day you lost your fastball and you want to get it back, you're not ready to give up on it, and a lot of times it happens in your 40s, 50s, I was told this, and, and 60s, yes, and, and 70s. But it doesn't matter what age you are. The, the thing is, you can knock out ED. You can knock it right out of the park, man. You never have to deal with it again when you go to Atlantic Men's Clinic. Matter of fact, here's, here's what I want you to do. Schedule consultation with Atlantic Men's Clinic today. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a Florida licensed medical provider, a T and a PSA test, and if medically advised, a test dose. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. Six locations throughout South Florida, including one in Plantation, right over by Tennis. Yeah, right over there close, so it just is a nice uh, place to stop by once a week. And uh, I got to tell you, you're going to get great results. And I just, if you're going through this during the holiday season, and you'd like to get rid of it and stop thinking you're just old and it's normal, It doesn't have to be. You can take care of it quickly, safely, with very knowledgeable and professional people. Just uh, call them today, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. All right, welcome back, and uh, good morning to everybody out there. A lot of good stuff going on. Well, it's been a long time since the Dolphins had three games left in the regular season and had a chance to be... A number one seed, and uh, as far as that goes, just the basics win your division, and um, and they're going to have a chance. Going to have a chance of both. Actually, they control it. You, we don't have. You know how we always have to. Woody seems like we we well, we got a chance if they beat them and they beat them and and you need like six different scenarios to happen, and you're going. If those all happen, we're going to be the four seed. You talking about like what happened last year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. When we went into a game with like third-string quarterbacks, and you had to win to, had to get win in, at, and had to win at home. That's right. Yeah. So um, I do. Yes, I do recall. And you're up there like playing, that, yeah.
0: and, and you got a chance to beat the Patriots a week before, and, yeah, and that yeah. one got away from you. Yeah, no, those have happened. Yes, I, I recall. So, but but this one is like the best situation, you know, after the disappointment a couple of weeks ago to come back and win that game. I, I again, it's a. Football season's a roller coaster, and if you don't believe it, you can ask Dolphin fans, Cowboy fans, Eagle fans, Kansas City Chiefs fans. They've all been through it this year. All the big boys, minus maybe San Francisco, has been through this. That's uh, that's going on right now. Detroit went through a little uh, little point there where they were kind of concerned, and they had some bad losses and got pounded in a couple of games. So, uh, But here we are, man, three left, and – you control it. You win your next three, two at home, and all against all really good teams. All really good teams. Cowboys, although it didn't look great last week, Cowboys still have won a lot of games, and and they look at they 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 love home cooking. There's no question about. It. They're undefeated at home, so the record on the road has not been as good. And uh, what a
1: shocker, by the way. And the more I think about that game, like how the Cowboys got. Not not only just beaten, but like oh, physically. physically just yeah. just destroyed.
0: Yeah, and they thought they're a pretty physical team. And yeah, Buffalo, that defense
1: has been pretty tough, no question. I mean, usually you know their offense puts up a lot of points. Their offense has been really good, but
0: so uh, I
1: don't think they're going to play that way. I think they'll be better in this game. What's it? It, it seems like the the elements I think probably got to them a little bit in that. You Buffalo mean like playing
0: playing indoors? Their, for their home game. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Th- I think that makes a massive difference, man. You and used now, to play in your games in a
0: dome, and then you go out. It's you know, 30 degrees and you know, driving rain. Well, I would agree with you, except they're a lot like the Dolphins. They play in a division in the Northeast, man. It's an NFC East and the an AFC East, and the cities are all real close. Matter of fact, Jets and Giants share that same crappy stadium. Completely agree with you, but I still think, man, when you're in a
1: city and you go through camp and you spend your time there, you kind of acclimate to that weather don't you like you spend the year in south florida you're gonna you know you're gonna acclimate to the the temperature and the humidity and the stuff that people aren't used to well so you go up there and it's 20 degrees and you got that driving rain hitting you in the face it's a little different that stuff's tough man
0: i i I would say though that the temperature thing i've always said this the temperature it it always starts with talent on your team uh and then works to the temperature Uh, if you got a really good team and Look, I always say this, too, and I know you come down here and live from the north, and all of a sudden uh, you go back up there and the cold weather bothers you like you did when you were growing up in it. But we got a lot of guys, a lot of guys through the years that grew up in the northeast that, you know, claim they're used to it so it doesn't bother them on game day. Now, I'm a California to Florida guy. I didn't like the cold, but, you know, part of the deal, part part of uh, the season is – you're going to play in cold weather at some point. Actually, the Dolphins have been really lucky. Their weather, I'll bet everything's been in the 50s, might have dropped into the 40s a little bit in the last game up uh, in the Northeast, but for the most part, the weather has been uh, great. Hey, the Sean Payton thing. um, Woody, I know how you feel because you're pretty consistent on this, but it was a bad look for Sean Payton, and by the way, he asked what it was all about. He says, none of your business to the – media afterwards and it is weird because I got to be honest and I I was thinking about when I saw it Don Shula never ripped Dan Marino not not in front of us I don't know what they had more private meetings than anybody else but um he you don't go around I I don't think you rip your starting quarterback now now I don't know how bad Tom Brady got it because the Tom Brady stories are out there that <clears throat> Belichick would call him out in front of the team, and he'd say, hey, wow, if he's calling Tom Brady out, he'll call any of us out. I have trouble believing that he would rip Tom Brady, especially when he started winning championships. But, but I mean, that, those are the stories, but I never saw it on TV. You, you got to know if you rip somebody coming off the field the cameras, like the other day, Aaron Rodgers. Every reaction to every throw a Jets, uh, risk, a quarterback made, every throw, they go to a shot of Aaron Rodgers. I, I thought Aaron Rodgers was a head coach for a for a minute there. Oh my God, he just gave a look. Uh, Simeon just made a bad throw. He just made uh, this look, and you know, like in disgust. So they would go to that look, and but but that was a bad look for Sean Payton. And I know some of you old schoolers are going, Joe. Are you kidding me? It's done, man. Those days of Ditka, Shula, all those guys ripping their guy on the sideline. Even when guys screw up and have a bad penalty and keep a drive going, they go up to them. Of course they do. They got to say something to them. You can't go, hey, don't worry about it. That was a dumbass penalty, but don't worry. I mean, you got to go say something to them. But I don't think you can show guys up. Uh, in front of everybody. All right, hey, listen, we got a lot. Of, I, I don't know why I got going. Maybe I'm getting soft here. Maybe I'm getting a little soft here for the show. Hey, uh, before we jump in this uh, seven o'clock hour, Kyle Crabb's going to join us, host uh, Locked On Finns podcast. We'll talk to uh, Kyle coming up here as uh, he breaks down some of the stuff of uh, dolphins every week for us. Right now, though, I want to talk about a great holiday gift idea. I mean, great one, especially for the whole family. If you've been looking at getting one of these fancy golf carts, you got to check out the Cliggy's golf cart. If you want something that's really nice, I'm not talking about your normal 18-hole golf course. I'm talking about something really sweet for you and the family in the neighborhood to really enjoy. One of the coolest golf carts on the road here in South Florida. You may not see anything like it, and there's some nice ones, but it's not at Cliggy's. we are talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power, five-inch lift, backup cameras, all-terrain tires, a sweet sound system, all painted in your favorite team colors, if that's what you want, and 0% financing. I want you to visit Cleggie's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. They're located at 1751 West Copens Road in Pompano Beach, that's where they have a beautiful showroom for you to see them. Take one out in back. Take it for a drive. Seriously, take it out in the back. That's what I did. Visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. They got a great story. They are nice. They, they've knocked the prices down. And if you mention this commercial, they'll take another $1,000 off. It's Cliggy's K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. Cleggies, the best golf cart in South Florida.